ever have one of these weeks where you think you have yourself lined up for what you want to get done and then Monday hits and you realize, yeah, that just ain't going to happen that way. I'm got to be honest, I have been struggling lately um, with a level of impatience that I can't even describe. I'm bringing it to your attention today because I know that there are people out there who are working towards goals, who are maybe working with a coach right now. And because you haven't really seen the results sort of translate into reality yet, you're kind of losing your patience. And um, man, I got you. I got you this week. And I just want to want to hammer this out a little bit. So this week, I'm going to be coach, not a leadership coach. No, we're not going to talk about how to lead or how to be a great leader, all that stuff. That's normally what I do. But this week, I want to talk about impatience. I want to talk about the level of impatience that drives us bonkers. You know, you know, the one I'm talking about, right? Like you're frustrated, you're tired, you seem to be, you know, working towards something and it's just not happening for you yet. And you're, you're putting stuff out there and it's just not, you feel like the monkey throwing stuff on the wall and it just won't stick. I get it. I totally get it. So I wanted to bring some solutions to you this week as your coach slash mentor here at On The Level Leadership, but I'm, I want it to come from a place of heart because it's what I'm doing right now to help myself through this phase of impatience I have with respect to my business building. And it's a moment of vulnerability because obviously if I'm trying to build a business and you know, I have clients, I'm onboarding a new client tomorrow, for example, it's not like my business isn't running. It is, but there are things that I really want to achieve in my life that I'm simply impatient for. And I know that there's people out there feeling this because you we're seeing it. We're seeing it in the workplace. We're seeing it in the great resignation. We're seeing it in the notion of establishing boundaries. We're seeing it in people's decisions to travel. We're seeing it everywhere, right? People are done waiting for life to happen. How the heck do you deal with this impatience when you've achieved or set a goal for yourself and you're not quite there yet and you can kind of almost taste it, but it's just not there yet. How do you do that? So here's a few things, tips and tricks that are working for me now. Is it 100% effective all the time? Uh, no, <laughs> no, not effective all the time. But I want to say that the majority of what I'm doing right now really needs to be repeated on a regular basis for it to really have an, a real true effect over time. So I really want to share with you what I know is working for me so far and what I know that with consistent application will help me in the long term. The first thing is when you feel the extreme impatience of when the heck is the universe going to give me that thing, that solution, that opportunity that I've been looking for, working towards, acting towards. I want you to do one thing in that moment, and that is to take a deep effing breath. And then recount all the things you've successfully achieved in the past day, the past week, the past month. In the past year. So something I've been trying to practice over the last few days um, has been simple. I have been trying to say, okay, how far have you come so far? Because sometimes when we're in the middle of grinding ourselves in the work that we're doing, or we're in the middle of achieving our goal, we're working out really hard, or we're showing up every day, or we're offering things every day, or we're being in service, we tend to lose sight of the big picture. So take a look at what it is you've achieved. And you're going to say, well, I don't feel like I've achieved anything. I've had those days. I've had lots of those days. I want you to ask yourself the question if that's in fact true, because I doubt that that's true. So look back on what you've already achieved 
Have you successfully launched a business? Have you successfully launched your website? Do you have a plan that you didn't otherwise have a week ago? Really look at what you've achieved. Did you finish a course? Did you get your certification in something like achievements? Look at your achievements and be thankful for that because again, just remind yourself of where you're at. The other thing that people always tell you is to have a vision and a plan, which sounds hokey. And I've mentioned it a few times on this channel to have a vision and a plan. The problem with a vision and a plan is that when we set goals for ourselves, and I, I see this with clients, I see that within myself as well, is you have this lofty goal, this thing you want to achieve. And the problem is, is that you're here and there's this creative tension between where you are and where you want to be. And a lot of the times what happens is we focus on the lack. We focus on the gap as opposed to what, what where we are and why we're there and trusting that the process will get us there. And so one of the things I try to say is, and it's something that I'm actively doing now, is on the daily spend five or 10 minutes quiet somewhere, um, preferably first thing in the morning, if you can, like literally put your feet on the ground, sit on the side of your bed, close your eyes. And for like five minutes, visualize what it is you want and be as specific as you can. So if what you want is a particular job, you want to achieve a certain classification, for example, in your job place, or you want to achieve a certain dollar value in your business, or you want to achieve a certain level of success that allows you the freedom to travel to a certain location, spend about five or 10 minutes literally not just thinking it, but feeling what it will be like to be there. Now, I'm not going to get all woo on you, but there is a, a little bit of magic to this that I think every guru on the planet who's ever made anything of themselves has talks about. And that is the notion of visualizing, feeling the visualization, and then being grateful that it has occurred, even so it hasn't yet. It's kind of like a three-step process. Now, am I really great at this? No, I'm not. But I am learning to be better at it because what happens is when I'm done doing that sort of meditative practice, I feel better. I feel like, oh, okay, so I'm on track with where I want to go. The other thing that I really struggle with, and it's the notion of practicing acceptance. Some of the hardest lessons in life has been for me to learn to accept that I am where I need to be. And the reason why you are where you need to be is because in order for you to get this, there are things that you need to learn, see, do, achieve, become in order for you to be able to handle what's to come here. So let's say, for example, you want to get promoted at work. In order for you to get promoted at work, you need to have leadership and executive presence. You're going to have to have resiliency. You're going to have to learn how to be decisive. You're going to have to have confidence in yourself. You may have some actual logistics things to learn, like managing people or knowing how to manage a budget or a finance piece or figuring out how to do, if you're in government, for example, learning how your way through central agency stuff like treasury board submissions or cabinet documents. You're going to have to learn these things in order to be here. And there is a gap, but Part of the magic is in understanding where you are, accepting where you are, and then figuring out what are the steps so that I can get here. So there's a certain level of acceptance, practicing acceptance. You are where you need to be, and it's okay. And to not be hard on yourself. God, I am so hard on myself on this. You do not need to do more. Just do as much as you are doing in order to take the next logical step, whatever that is, and then be okay and accept that you are where you are. The other thing is write in a journal. They recommend they, they, whoever they are, recommend you write in a journal. I haven't done this for years. Really write in a journal. When I mean write in a journal, I mean really write, write. They do say that if you write down your goals, you write down what it is you desire, that you're more like, it's more likely to come true because it's like you're somehow programming your brain to look for those things. So you can certainly try that. I have not attempted to try that on a regular basis. Some people really love to write. I'm more of an auditory visual type person. Writing is not something I've done since my teen years, really in a real way. I wrote a 
book on my postpartum depression experience many years ago that I never published, but that was more of like a cathartic exercise for me to just sort of get stuff out. So if that's something that helps you, then by all means, try that. See if it works for you. So the other suggestion that has been made is to make your health and your well-being your focus. Now, my husband, who's also sort of like my life coach, if you will, has said to me, Tammy, besides meditation, you should make some non-negotiables in your life. And one of those non-negotiables should be your 10,000 steps and doing your yoga two to three times a week. Because if you do your yoga and you do your 10,000 steps, you're taking care of yourself. You're offloading the physical stress of the day. You're learning to center yourself and you're becoming flexible and healthier in the process. So you'll feel more in control. And you know, Speaking of that book that I wrote when I had postpartum depression, anxiety many years ago, one of the things I felt like was I had no control over how my babies were sleeping or not sleeping. I had no control over the help or the help I didn't have. I didn't have control over the finances at that time, but I did have control over what I put in my mouth and how I moved my body and the choices I made during the day. So there's, there's some sanity in that. It makes sense. Focusing on your health and well-being will be a way of you establish some sense of control in a situation where maybe you don't feel control. So maybe you're in a place right now where you feel a lot of ambiguity, a lot of anxiety. Being able to control those things might help to quell that and, re- and relinquish that a little bit. And the last thing I'm going to say, and it's something that I have been doing recently a lot of, and that is if you're feeling impatient, you've done everything you think you could do in the day and you're still feeling impatient. One thing that I have found is working for me and helping me is picking an activity that I know I'll get immediate results so that I can feed that instant gratification requirement that I have. So it could be cleaning a closet. It could be put, you know, posting something on Kijiji or on, um, you know, buy and sell or whatever. So you can get rid of stuff in your house, decluttering your house, for example, or donating stuff or donating your time, getting whatever it is that you feel you've been putting off for a while, but you know that if you just do spend a little time doing it, you'll get immediate results. I painted my fence a few weeks ago as a way of quelling this impatience I had for myself was, okay, damn it. I, I, I can't do anything else today. So I'm going to take my paint can and my, you know, paintbrush and I'm going to go out and I'm going to paint the fence. And that's what I did. And you know, there was a feeling of accomplishment after it was completed. And even this afternoon, as I was having my afternoon coffee after my meditation, I went outside and I just sat there and enjoyed the sunshine. There's going to be very little of it now that winter's coming to Canada, but I went and enjoyed the sunshine, sat outside, breathe in the fresh air and enjoy the look of my beautiful new fence that's been painted. So I hope this helped you in any way, shape or form. This is a little bit different from my usual videos here. I'm struggling a little with impatience. In fact, I'm struggling a lot with impatience and with a feeling of wanting to be in service and not having enough of it out there yet. And if you're feeling this way, I get it. So maybe these tips will help you. So as a bit of an overview, try to visualize what it is you want. Be grateful for what you've achieved and what you have already. And showing gratitude is apparently the number one way to manifest is what I hear. So I'll let you know how that works out in the weeks to come. Um, but be grateful for what you what you have in front of you. Um, practice acceptance. Accept where you are. Believe that you are where you need to be right now in order for you to get to the next level. Write in a journal if that helps you. Put your health and well-being first. And the last thing I'm going to say is pick something that you feel is easy to achieve so that you can get that instant gratification of, yes, I did something productive today. Well, thanks again for being here this week. And if you got anything out of this podcast or this video, make sure you like and or follow this because I am here every single week sharing leadership and career growth uh, information and transformational pieces so that you can be the best leader you can be so you can grow in your career. This week happened to be a little bit different, a little more personal, but I do throw this in once in a while. So if you like this kind of thing, make sure you subscribe. And if you ever need any help getting past your own goals or your own frustrations, I am here to help you. And I'm happy to have a conversation with you. There are links down below. Should that be something of interest to you until next week? Stay safe, folks.